Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Come on, friends. Good morning. Sorry, we're expecting that degree of enthusiasm so early on. Uh, I was after enthusiasm. <laughs> this is a podcast which is called Why Does This Thing Exist dot com forward slash brackets <laughs> podcast. That HTML address is not going to work at all, is it? My co-host name is Dean. My name is Hello. Hello. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Oh, great stuff. Very good stuff. What a start. Hey, Dean. Simon. What are you going to show me this week, Dean? Well, I have a few things uh, which call back to previous episodes. Now, I have oh, one wow. which I cannot work out if it's an update or not. Now, I need your second opinion here. Oh, okay. Now, as uh, you know, previous listeners might know, I have a regular section, it turns out, <laughs> titled loosely, uh, Things Dean Finds on the Ground Balls Walking His Dog, which may allude to a secret sex community <laughs> working in the suburbs of Cardiff and discarding their remnants wherever they go. I, I, don't, I can't remember I called it last time. But <laughs> the gist is, everyone, if you're a new listener or an old listener who's completely forgotten about this, well, I've walked my dog around Cardiff. In the last few months, I've spotted things on the ground <laughs> amongst the leafy green suburbs of Cardiff, which suggest uh, sordid activities happening. Uh, That's right. Uh, yeah. So the first thing I found was a packet of Viagra, uh, discarded, yes. frozen, not all night, clearly. <laughs> and then I found an empty bottle of Jack Daniels and a pair of Playboy bunny ears. Yes, yes, yes. Which suggest sordid activities by uh, sordid. Hey, everyone's free do they want, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. Nothing sordid about it. No, but just, uh, it's just sex. Yes, exactly. It's a sexually charged in communities doing things. Erotic. <laughs> in unlikely, uh, in likely locations. Now, recently, I was walking my dog again, because it's a daily occurrence, and I found this, and I'm not sure if this counts as part of or not. Oh, let's it's see. I'll judge. Having. I'll tell him. Yes. So, oh, it's this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's an abandoned... DVD, the disc of the 2001 Tomb Raider film starring Angelina Jolie with a bike taken out of it. <laughs> but Dean, I think that might be the most sexually charged item <laughs> I've ever seen, about. let alone yeah. that you have shown me. <laughs> it's in a pile of leaves on the side of the road. <laughs> Brown leaves, they've been there for quite some time. And um, yeah, so it's the early 2000s Tomb Raider film, uh, The Cradle of Life, which I think was a sequel. Uh, to the yeah, first yeah. one, so it must be 2003 or something. Uh, Chris Barry was in it. It was a sequel to The Lion King, wasn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, um, yeah, but it's been discarded inside the road, and it looks like someone's taken a bite out of it. It's got a proper comic book sandwich bite mark out of it. Um, yeah, so is that, is that part <laughs> of what we're talking about? Or is there something else entirely going on? Wow. No box nearby, just no box. Literally literally just this is in the middle of a massive pile of leaves. I was because I was looking, thinking, like, oh, I'm in this, this place again. Let's look for uh, <laughs> sordid objects which would suggest an update to or an addition to my growing collection of uh, items. Which would <laughs> and this popped up. All right, this is a real curveball. But uh, for the listeners who haven't looked at the picture. Dean walks his dog in, in like yeah. a place where you would not expect to find a single DVD without a case. Well, no, exactly. It's a very one with a bite taken out of it. Yeah. This is leading me to think this has been placed there for you to find, Dean. So it would be talked about on the podcast. There's absolutely no other reason why this is there. I would agree with that. But this was in a different direction where I normally go because I take my son to football. So it's in a slightly different part of Cardiff, wow. which I haven't been before. 
There was no way anyone would know I was going that way ahead of time. Wow, wow, wow. But but even if, even if this wasn't some sort of, uh, nothing to do with the uh, supposed sex community in Cardiff that I keep finding evidence of, this suggests that someone recently, because it was, like, was on top of a pile of leaves, it hadn't been there long, yeah. was in a car in 2023 <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and had a copy of Tomb Raider of the Queen of Life on DVD. I thought, no, what? I don't need this right now. It's through the window. <laughs> Not only that, Dean, they bit it. This is, this is what's yeah. happened, Dean. Yeah. Someone had ordered off eBay the soundtrack to the film Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. Right. By Elton, Elton John. <laughs> and they've, all, they've ordered out of eBay. It's arrived in a dual case unmarked and they've become a bit suspicious. Mm. They've stuck in their CD player. They've viewed the... <laughs> That you get if you put in um, a DVD into a car CD player, hmm. they've just become so angry with it, ejected it from the CD player, bit into it, and hurled it out the window. And that's a dangerous acting. A spinning disc at that rate could take yeah, someone's totally. head clean off. I've seen Hypno Disc on Robot Wars. He did a hell of a amount of damage, and it's basically <laughs> the same science. I, I didn't see a severed head anywhere near the DVD, but that could be cleared away first. So I thought, oh. One of those yes. Cardiff decapitations has happened. <laughs> just take the body away. And they weren't looking for the uh, murder weapon, as it were. Yeah. My, my only thought was someone in a car had bought what they thought was a copy of the Tomb Raider game, which I think has been right. a recent yes, 4 or 5 edition. Okay. Someone who was quite, quite um, ill-informed, shall we say, and found it online. Oh, Tomb Raider for... One ninety nine, brilliant! I'll buy that. <laughs> and then it turned up like, oh, this is this isn't a game at all. <laughs> this, is a, this is a really old DVD. And well, I say flying the window, but why would they bite it first? <laughs> In my head, maybe they sort of bit it. When people in old films like bite, is it, is it a real gold coin? <laughs> just gonna bite it. Yeah. Oh, a chunk of it. This is not a PlayStation game at all. <laughs> None of this makes any sense. Could you please zoom in on the picture of the disc, please, Dean? Absolutely can. The connoisseur would like to take a closer look. Because from the the level of zoomage that I'm looking at now, listener, it looks like whoever's bit it has comically bit around the curvature Mm. of Angelina Jolie's breasts. And so I I would like to see if that is actually the case. Wow, they really have. That is actually quite a... Specific bite, yeah. No, it looks like they've cut it out. It looks like they cut out around her breast. But if you look at the way someone's front teeth work, actually, it's got that sort of. Yes, it does have the two. The, yeah, the, yeah, the two. Um, what's the front teeth called? Uh, not the incisors. Yeah, I think they're called front teeth, are they? They just call front teeth. They. Hmm. Well, that's what I call them. So that's, yeah, me too. <laughs> that's all I care about. Yeah, it's a very clean bite, and maybe it's a yeah. little bit of a bedraggled edge here. But if you just, if you snap it even with your hands. It wouldn't go like that. No, this is something which looks been purposely done. Yeah. It's really hard to get that. Unless they flung it at something and it's like a bollard and it reflected off, but that would, still wouldn't give you this distinctive two semicircle impact, would it? No. No. Any bizarre. Really bizarre. It's um, possible, like, uh, with the um, previous uh, editions to the, the, the ongoing section of... Dean finds things on the ground which suggest there's some sort of sort of sex community working in Cardiff. Uh, they're all around in the vicinity of a retirement home, and they all suggest a sort of a bit of an old school vibe. The Viagra, the uh, Jack Daniels, the Playboy, but these are all sort of kind of retro. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is neither fish nor fowl. It's a DVD, which is older than you know, old tech by current standards, but it's yeah. way beyond retirement community age preferences, I would say. No, I think, Dean, if you think about it, that was, I don't know, it's only 10 years, it's not 20 years. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A man in his 50s, his last throes of erectile function <laughs> could, could have been to this. Throws <laughs> erectile Anyway. What are we saying, then? Why does this thing exist? We, we think it's... Generally, yeah. yeah Generally, what... <laughs> Well, I guess why does it exist in this context? And like, we, we know why the DVD of Two Million of the Cradle exists because they wanted to sell it. Oh yeah, we, we don't know been, this has been uh, repurposed. You know, someone trying to eat it, <laughs> thrown it out in the middle of Cardiff somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to eat it and failed to eat it, and because um, like, it's not a, it's not a destructive gesture. Like it looks like they've no, no. If, you, if you want to break it, I'm sure you can. You can snap you it. You would just can, split it straight down the middle. You would fold yeah. it in half, wouldn't you? If yeah. you wanted to destroy it, they've either bitten it in some kind of peak of absolute rage, <laughs> like, or or they've deliberately tried to bite around Jolie's breasts, then felt shame and thrown it out the window, or they've tried to certify it as a PlayStation Five game, realized <laughs> it wasn't one, and then thrown it out the window of their car. Is it weird that the whole trying to bite around the breast and felt shame is the most logical expression we've got so <laughs> far? That's, that's, that, that's the only thing I've got which actually makes any sort of sense. Like, oh, oh my God, I'm I'm a bad person. <laughs> just flings out the window. <laughs> the only other thing I can think of is that either they thought it was Tomb Raider, the game, or they literally ordered the DVD and got it in the box, like maybe a sort of cheap like eBay box, envelope, opened it, and it, it was already pre-bitten. <laughs> so I can't use this. I probably paid 99p for it. These, aren't, these things aren't expensive at the moment. So, um... Do you know, Dean, I, I saw something recently. It was about the most ridiculous things that people have bought from celebrities at auction. Right. And it was things like um, a, a tissue of the Scarlet Johansson blew her nose in. Oh, God. Okay. And it was a piece of French toast eaten by Justin Timberlake. Do you think someone has put on eBay uh, Angelina Jolie, Tomb Raider, Bite Mark, and, and like a bidding war ensued? <laughs> yeah. Then they received it and found it was just like a DVD of <laughs> Angelina Jolie, Tomb Raider, with a bite no, mark in it. You could have said it was bitten by Billy Bob Thornton because he was furious that <laughs> <laughs> his ex being successful. <laughs> That's too clever in a sense, isn't it? Absolutely, it is. So what are we going to give it? Oh, given the fact that I didn't think it was a thing, I'm going to give it a full five. <laughs> it's just taking up plenty of our time. Yes. <laughs> I've got to agree with you, Dean, I think. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a stunner. It's a real It's a real good finding. Yeah. Well, I think I might get a dog just so I can find things like this as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, Streets of Cardiff are paved with... I don't, I don't want to say gold. Podcast gold. Podcast gold. Very much a di- very different, worth nothing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the emotional satisfaction. At the end of the day, isn't that all we all want? Oh, thank you for coming back, everybody. Here's uh, section two. Oh, here's abrupt. I love it. I love it. Let's get, let's get into it straight away. Dean, have a look at this thing which I have found on the internet. Here it comes for you right now. Here it comes. Looking forward to it. Let's go. 
<laughs> it's called uh, <laughs> Art Ornaments Duck Sculpture Peel Banana Duck Outdoor Decor Garden Statue. What it is, listeners, <laughs> it's, um, it's a banana, but it's got like a duck's face on it, and it's something you put in your garden, I think, isn't it, Dean? <laughs> well, I'm saying garden statue suggests, yes, garden-based intentions. Hmm. The, um, yeah, so again, I was laughing then because... <laughs> Let's go to the specs now. It's basically a peeled banana, but uh, yeah. it's a duck feet attached to it, and the the the, the, the comes to halfway down, so the white banana flesh comes up the top, and someone's stuck a duck bill and some eyes on it, and therefore it's a duck duck's banana. legs as well. Yeah, duck, duck legs. Yeah, duck feet yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good, isn't it? it? It is. It's a seamless blend of duck and banana, yeah. which is not a phrase I'd ever thought I'd ever say in my life, <laughs> or even have to <laughs> contemplate. No. But here we are, nonetheless. It does work as well. I yeah. never thought, like, I, I never looked at a peeled banana and gone, oh, that looks like a duck. <laughs> oh, no. Not once in my life have I ever thought never. of that. Yeah. But seeing it there with the duck accoutrement, Steen, it's very mm. duck-based, isn't it? You know, the banana. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. There's um... two foods I won't eat there, Dean. Bananas and ducks. Really? Yeah. Bananas, because I don't like a taste for them. Like, to me, they always tasted of wood. Like when you put a pencil in your mouth, it tastes like that to me. Oh, I can see that, yeah. And ducks. I used to eat ducks, but then there's one time, I might have said this before on the podcast, I don't know, but I was in work and I was very depressed, listeners. I was having mm. a period of depression. And uh, I didn't, <laughs> it was not being relieved by uh, the medical advice that I had sought. <laughs> and, for some reason, it was a heavy period of rain, Dean, mm-hmm. and the main reception area of the building where I worked uh, got flooded. And because it was flooded, a load of ducks come in, and they were just <laughs> sat and bobbing around in the reception area of my work. And oh. it cheered me up to the extent where I vowed then and then never to eat a duck in my life for the rest yeah, of my life. That's absolutely great. I have absolutely no issues with that as a... As a thing, <laughs> as a stance, that's absolutely great. But what about a thing that I said on this podcast? You know, would you have hoped for better? <laughs> well, I think it's fine. I think you have every right to express the fact that something happened to your life which made you feel better. That's right. I think you're right there, Dean. It doesn't have to all be misery, does it? Exactly. Yeah. That's a quite an uplifting tale. Ducks yeah. made you feel better. Yeah. That, that is fine. Yeah, that's fine. What, that's fine. What if they're banana ducks? How do you feel then? <laughs> oh, <laughs> just a, a bunch of banana duck hybrids, which you I, had never seen before in your life. I think it would have killed me outright. Yeah, I mean, I if I was in a similar situation, uh, with a medical condition I haven't been diagnosed with, I would uh, be object terrified. <laughs> Hitherto unknown hybrid, chimera, has intruded <laughs> my workplace. I am... Genuinely quite startled. Uh, all I know about biology is wrong, <laughs> and I need to tell someone about this. I'd be st- I'd be hyperstimulated to the point where I'd have to do something about it. Say, who here is better at this than me? <laughs> who here knows <laughs> more about duck hybrids? Oh, listeners, I can tell you if that situation ever does arise, don't think you aren't capable of dealing with it because nobody is. Take control. Back yourself in that situation, listeners, please. No, now you put a yeah, good point. I don't think in my building at the time, in the Cardiff Bioscience Centre, 
compared to most places, more chance than more, more chance than others. But um, yeah, I don't think anyone in that business was an expert in duck banana hybrids. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I, and you would have deferred to them exactly. Yeah, not yeah. even say like, yeah, actually, no, what, no, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You do physiology. You're a biochemist. You are not a duck banana expert anymore than I am. <laughs> I should be the fourth of you. I saw it first. It's mine. That team, that's class size. It really it, is, isn't it? If yeah. we were of a different social class, the, the thought to defer to someone else would not have entered your mind at all. Yeah. If you had been to Eton mm. or something like that, where you would have been filled with uh, unearned confidence, you would have yeah. take, tried to take control of that situation. No, I would have just assumed it was mine. I said, oh, I, yes. I was, oh I've gone through the whole life thinking, what's going to be my thing? What's the thing I own and nobody else does? Oh, apparently it's this, duck banana hybrids. I'll take it. Yeah. And I would have said, right, I am that guy now. You all stand back. These are mine. Yes, yes, I did invent these. Yes, yeah. yes. I put them there because I knew it was going to be flooding today and I had a lot of bananas spare. Yeah, that's and they actually... would have been known as bonnets from there. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. banana the bonnet beasts. <laughs> <laughs> bonnet beasts, banana hybrids, bio bio crimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I implore the listener: if you see if you see a bio crime, take charge. <laughs> Unless yeah. you went to a public or boarding school, in which case, defer yeah. to a working class college. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, a, see a bio crime, take charge, or or just blame Dean. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the record saying these are his now, actually. <laughs> these are his thing. <laughs> um, oh, it's one of those Burnett beasts again. <laughs> Get him on Twitter. <laughs> but back, to bring it back to the original point. So you can buy a duck banana hybrid statue mm. and put it in your garden. Yes. What do you think that says about you? It's like, I want to... I have a garden. These are big things. They're not, they're not, they're not subtle. Yeah, some of notes. the dimensions. I've got them here, Dean. Yeah, like... 15 yeah. centimetres, 8 centimetres. They're not huge. They're, they're, not they're definitely big, noticeable. No. They're quite small, actually. They've got a gnome size, though. Yeah, garden gnome size, yeah. Something I like thought that. they'd be bigger, to be honest. I thought that was 15. They look bigger than that photo, yeah, face, but um, yeah. they're like proper sort of yucca plant size then, aren't they? Like, uh, but what does that say? If you would say, right, I've got uh, this garden, uh, and the neighbours are going to walk past, I'm going to make a statement to the world. Yes. Ah, uh, here's what I've... I, I think that would be a quite a good statement to make, though. I think I don't. I can't imagine there's a lot of these things roaming around. Like I've not seen around the wild. I'll say that. Yeah, that's a good point. Like the whole unique garden ornaments. Because like you yeah. mentioned, garden gnomes. They were in hindsight that could be a section garden gnomes. What the hell? What? Yeah. In, from the fairy tale days when gnomes lived in your garden, that was a thing. But I don't think there's any sort of you know, Grimm's fairy tale duck banana. <laughs> <laughs> Um, listeners, yeah, you'll be glad to know as well that the price point is quite reasonable on this. I yeah, they're not bad, they're not bad. £12. Yeah. Pounds. I'm not yeah, sure we... how much a garden gnome goes for, um, but £12 pounds for something this unique, I think, is a good price. Yeah. I will say, in the original picture we saw, yeah. like the one above, they look more ceramic-y. Yes, that looks a lot of detail on there, doesn't it? Yeah, whereas the picture we just showed the dimensions... Far more plasticky, far more... Oh, and this one here. Yeah, nasty. these are cheap yeah. and nasty. As you scroll down the pictures available to you, they look worse. Well, that one's quite good. Yeah, it's I think good, it's, isn't it? there's this two options here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. These look moulded, look very cheap. These look mass-produced. The other ones look that bespoke. That crap, that one, yeah. <laughs> this suggests there's like such a demand for duck-banana hybrids that there's some are doing them bespoke, some are doing them mass-produced, some are doing quality over quantity, and it's, uh, it's a whole war. I bet that's it. I bet 
somebody created this thing as either as a unique thing to sell in their shop or as like um, a, a piece of art or something like that. Hmm. And it's proved to be popular on some corners of the internet. So someone has set up mass yeah. reproducing them, which is what you get, I bet. This is, I will say this now, this is dogs shitting calendar all over again. Yes. Right. <laughs> we had that last time. Yeah, right. this all this took off. We're going to do a cheaper version. Yes. And have, <laughs> we have less dignified dog shitting in calendars. Mm. I tell you what, then, you know, ooh, here's something now then. So this is £12. Yeah. If huh? I take the original picture there, and I do um, a Google search for this. And we'll see. Oh. Well, this is interesting, indeed. Uh, yes, there, there are other versions of this which look better quality, but they are cheaper. Oh, interesting. Someone's... There's one there for £9.33, which is... Oh, no. What that suggests is that's that's the original... And then someone's actually copied them and used the original picture to try and jack up the price. Yes, I think you're right. Oh, we've got, I think we've exposed a con artist ring here. Yeah. Oh, this one, Dean, this one is £20. Uh, this is a 90 But right, it does, okay. there's multiple pictures of it and it does look real. It looks good. So £20 is the original price. Right. And I'd say, listeners, if you're going to get it, get this one. Yeah. Uh, it's the, on Fugo. Uh, Farfee banana mm-hmm. duck ornament, Far exquisite, fee, exquisite garden decoration. It is exquisite. Resin, resin outdoor resin. yard for pot, yard off for patio. It's exquisite. What are you going to give it, Dean? Um, I was going to give it a full five. I'll take a point off because I'm not entirely sure what the quality is based on the ambiguous data we've had. So I'll give it a four, four to five. Four to five. And there's a loved, but I'm still slightly wary of the overall quality. Yep, yep, that's fair. I wouldn't give it a full mm. five either because there's a chance you could get ripped off. Yes, exactly. You've got to really research this product if you look so at I, it. I, I can't give my full endorsement. I need some leeway no. to something ensued. Much like um, a, a hair transplant or a new set of teeth purchased from um, a country where you don't speak the language or know any doctors, research <laughs> is key to this product. Four out of five. Uh, welcome back, friends. Wikipedia. <laughs> do we to do it? Hi. Okay, right. Okay, so it's time for everyone's favorite section, random Wikipedia articles. I'm going to click on random article. Here we go. Three, two, and one. Danny Fortson, an American former professional basketball player, played the power forward and center position in the National Basketball Association Late May 7, 2007. It's a basketball mm, player. We have done a basketball player before, have we? Well, we have. We mentioned basketball in passing, but I think we've done basketball as a thing. Mm. Uh, Vashenkov, that was a basketball player. Do you remember him? Vaguely, mm, yes. Yeah, this he was NBA, nine, foot, is... nine foot. Oh, yes. Nine, <laughs> <laughs> nine foot, nine foot ten. Uh, so <laughs> he played uh, centre mid with Fanny Madrat. That's <laughs> right, yeah. Yes, yeah, she, she, she gets everywhere she does. She's massive. Dean, uh, read that first paragraph to us then, please. Danny Anthony Fortson, born March 27, 1976, is an American former professional basketball player. He played the power forward and centre position in the National Basketball Association, NBA, from mm-hmm. 1997 to 2007. So 10 years as a basketball player. Good chance. Not a, not a bad one. Listed height, 6 foot 7, 2.01 metres. Yep. Big long boy. 
listed weight, uh, 260 pounds or 118 kilograms. Is that uh, lighter than us? Uh, uh, no, how do we put no, that into no. pounds? Let's put that into pounds. 216 is 14 pounds. in a stone, isn't there? Is that right? Yep, yep. He's at least uh, 17 stone. 18, oh, he's 18 and a half stone. Yeah, oh, he's heavier than us. Yeah, that, yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah, he's, I um, dropped down to 97 kilos recently. I was quite happy with that. And he's yeah. significantly more than that, but also he's got an extra meter on me. <laughs> so yeah, I can't yeah, really yeah. blame him for yeah. that. <laughs> he's got a meter of bone and muscle. So, uh, yeah, I don't think he's... Big boy. Six foot seven, 18 stone. Ooh, he could probably make a decent second row forward, I reckon. <laughs> no, I, I both like and don't like when people try to translate sports to each other because I like it when yeah. you use it as a sort of like a frame of reference. But there is, I don't like it when uh, it's a while ago, I can't remember the exact time it was, but, but there's that one day when we went to our mate Phil's stag do in Central Cardiff. Yes. Oh, yes, uh, yes, I remember this. Yeah, it was the day when last day of Six Nations, all to play for. Uh, Wales had to beat Italy by a good margin, and then England to lose to Scotland. England, and, that's uh, right. Uh, yeah, so it, basically, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, England, Scotland, France, and Ireland. But anyway, if it went a certain way, we could still win. It's complicated. So trying to find out, like, what, yep. first thing, what was the Guardian um, report about it? And they were saying, like, and this happened, and this happened in rugby. I said, if you don't understand this, it's like in cricket when you score an LBW and there's a googly. Like, don't use cricket as the easy example <laughs> for fucking rugby. <laughs> that is not the easier. God, this is such guardian, isn't it? Like, well, everyone knows cricket, but rugby is one of those posh people's sports. What the, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like trying to explain the NASA space launches by doing analogies for brain surgery, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. Like, it's not rocket science. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's brain not. surgery. It's a very, very different thing. Anyway. Hey, Dean, hey, you, know, yeah. you know what I was saying about he'd make a, a semi-decent second row forward, which yeah. is what started us talking about rugby. Mm-hmm. As is our want rather than talking about basketball. <laughs> yes. He is your man, you know, Danny Fortson, subject of the Wikipedia, is six foot seven and 260 pounds. Mm-hmm. One of the best second rows, certainly of, it, of our generation, Eben okay. uh, Etzebeth. He's six foot eight. And he's 258 pounds. Oh, well, fair play then. That's really close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think Danny Fortson, he's obviously got ball handling skills. Clearly, yes. He's got the size. He's 47. Where's he from? America? 47 is quite old. Yeah. He probably wouldn't get in their sight now. <laughs> I don't know. How is American rugby? Because it's not one of their sports, is it? It's not one of their sports. They have NFL, so they do that, that's their physical sport, isn't it? So. Yeah. They thought the sevens would get them in. Why are we talking about rugby team? We should be talking about know. basketball. We should talk about the Wikipedia article about a basketball player. That's what we should be talking about. <laughs> right. Abandon yeah. this. Right. No, I'm not right. talking about rugby anymore. We'll keep the rugby no. chat for another day. Uh, Daniel Anthony Fortson. He's from Philadelphia. Uh, he's got diabetes and depression, haven't we all? <laughs> what are you going to give this article, dude? <laughs> uh, no, not really. Not really. <laughs> um, what should we say about basketball? 18, normally when we talk about American sports, you like to tell me about some films you watched as a child which featured that sport. Uh, the only thing I can think about uh, <laughs> yeah, basketball um, was a Randy Quaid, Dan Aykroyd film where they kidnapped... Um, Marlon Wayans, <laughs> right? And, 
And they, they, they switch from Celtics to... Yes, what's that film? I've seen that too. Yeah, he was in jazz or something. And, and, they, and they kidnap a Celtics play. What's that film? Yeah, yeah. or jazz play, or, yes. Bring, bring up the Ackroyd filmography. I need to know what that is. I <laughs> remember the scene vividly of when he's like, yeah. he's in a petrol station filling his car up and he's in the full-on um, Celtics gear. Yes. Now, that was a good film. Yes. Let's, uh, uh, let's find out what that is. <laughs> went from this obscure basketball player to Dalak Hoyt's IMDb page <laughs> in one simple step. After <laughs> talking about writing me for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, we should be ashamed of ourselves. We probably are. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 nothing but trouble. I've seen that. That's it's awful. not nothing but trouble. It's not Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. It's not the best to Dan Aykroyd. It's definitely not that. Mm. Oh, I think this is um, actor. Sorry, I'm on the wrong page. Right there, I was on the wrong page. Uh, Celtic Pride. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the film's, yeah, the film's Celtic Pride. Damon Wayans, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern, not um, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, well, yeah. Yes. I remember the line when they kidnap him. And uh, they sort of let him go to the bathroom. And he says to them, hey, which one of these will help me uncoil it? <laughs> I don't know, I like that quite like it. <laughs> oh, it's a Judd it's a Jed Apatow film. So, um, oh, wow. Wonder, so. From 1996, it must be one of his early works, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this this fellow here, Daniel Sterndin. Yes. And uh, this may be edited out. Is he a sex offender? I don't think he is. He, I think of Randy. Qua- I don't think Randy Quaid, who is a conspiracy nut now, went on the run. Oh no, 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 nothing of that. No, he seems fairly keen. Oh, good, good. He's at home alone, so he had a lot of chance to grab hold of a child. Seems <laughs> 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 a creepy character, that Macaulay. Though, yeah, even Michael couldn't get him. Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Wildly litigious. <laughs> Maybe all of this will stay in. Who knows? I don't know. Wait, how are we going here from the fucking basketball? I don't know. <laughs> we lost interest in this. Um, Let's talk about basketball one more time. Um, okay. Now we're going game stats now. Uh, was play- game stats. So do you play the Celtics? We have six, seven, six points. So like they were. It's relevant to Dan Aykroyd's thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, let's see. He was recognised as one of the greatest players in UC history when he was inducted to the Bearcats Hall of Fame. Oh, the Bearcats? Have we done them? We've done them, Dean. Yeah, but they were football, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Well, who were the basketball Bearcats? Scroll back up, Dean. <laughs> UFC? No, no, UC. No, no. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get to the bottom of this. Hang on now, hang on then. How could he be in the Bearcats Hall of Fame, Dean? Well, the Bearcats we saw was the, um, was the Bear... It, yeah, CATS, they, were, they were American football for sure. Yeah. Cincinnati Bearcats, men's basketball program. Oh, oh okay, fine. So we're not, we're not going mad then. How can you have two famous teams in two different sports called Bearcats, which is a creature which doesn't exist? <laughs> that's, um, that's a, yeah. It's, it's almost as likely as a duck banana, isn't it? It's, it is. Got, it's worse in a way. This is the Chimer episode. We've got the. Angelina Joni sex DVD, which makes no sense. We've got the <laughs> Duck Blonde, which makes no sense. And we've got Bearcats in a oh, context, makes no sense. So, um, yeah, edit all that out. I made no sense whatsoever because that was ironic. 
That was a chimeral <laughs> sentence, Dean. What, what are you going to give it? I've had enough of looking at this, and I've had enough of talking about things which aren't related to this as well. What are you going to give it, Dean? You're going to give this article? I'm going to give this article, I'll give it a two, because it's extensive enough, but it's got no picture of someone who was playing sports in 2007. Yes. Which is, I think, I think that's quite clearly bad. Bad, bad. And, um, yeah, it just doesn't tell us anything, and it... Uh, it sent us off in ra- random tangents, which I disagree with. <laughs> it was a tangent starter, Dean, a twisted tangent starter. Yeah, uh, I, 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 but that's on us, not Ned, not, not the... Uh, I don't think that's that. on us, Dean. Dean, once again, you were accepting blame where we should be. Oh, no, 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 I'm not blaming. I was in credit. I think we need credit for making this article entertaining. Oh, that's uh, right, that's right, Dean. Yeah. Yes, yes, no, yes, no, no, no. Yes, I, yes. I, I learned my lesson, Simon. I, I follow on board with your strategy of... I'm in charge here. This is my life. I'm going to take credit for what I've discovered here. And yes. uh, I'm not going to give the credit to Wikipedia, the article. Yes. So uh, we're going to give this Wikipedia resounding one from the pair of us, Simon Dean. Yeah. yeah together. Totally. One. one. Definitely. <laughs>